When you're first starting out building your platform on Instagram or Facebook, you kind of feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and you don't really know who your audience is right away. A lot of times you don't. Maybe you have a passion for sharing something. You have a certain message that you want to talk about, but what you're sharing doesn't always coincide with the audience that you think that you're sharing to. In other words, the audience that you think you're sharing to, they're not the ones that respond. It's a different audience. And this is all trial and error over time. You realize what's working and who's responding and what's sticking, but a lot of it is trial and error. I remember way back when I first started really trying to grow my Instagram, I was posting things, but People weren't really responding. Every once in a while, they would like the post, but they wouldn't comment. And I thought, well, this is a waste of time. And I experimented on other platforms like Facebook. It was easier to get response. Part of that was that I'd been on Facebook longer. And so I kind of knew how Facebook worked, but I didn't really understand Instagram. So once I started posting things on Instagram that people began to respond to, it made me realize, oh, they like this content and not this content. You know how a one-way conversation is? You're talking and the person isn't really making eye contact back with you or they're not nodding or they're just kind of looking away or looking down at their phone or interrupting to say something completely different than what you're talking about. That's kind of how it is to begin with when you're first trying to build an audience and you're trying to figure out what they want from you. It takes a while, but you know you can do that even in the early days. Even when you have just a handful of subscribers, you can test your audience audience and find out what they need. This is often the very beginnings of book writing. I just released a book that's been 12 years after me first starting blogging and writing and posting and testing and tweaking. It's been 12 years of building an audience start to finish. I want to encourage you, it may not have to take you 12 years. Maybe you're going to be an overnight sensation. That'd be great, wouldn't it? But oftentimes, you don't really know what to write in that book until you build an audience. And that's so often why traditional publishers want to see the platform. They want to see that you have a healthy platform of engaged followers not just a large platform. They want to know if they're engaged. I had a client one time who now she has almost 30,000 followers on Instagram. But in the beginning, when she was learning the ropes of Instagram, she learned that it was of utmost importance to have branded content and targeted hashtags and be cohesive with what she posted. So she was doing that and She only had about 1,200 followers when she was approached by a publisher who wanted her to write a book. That's the key to having an engaged audience that you have a pulse on. You know what they want. You guys, that's why I just now released a book. 
all these years later, and I was confident that people wanted it. Listen, my book isn't about marketing so much as it is about the empty nester. But the reason that it's about the empty nester is because I learned along the way who my audience is. They are largely the midlife mama who's either about to be an empty nester or she is an empty nester or she's been an empty nester for a long time. And that's why I knew that I could write a book about empty nesting. If you're just joining us, this is the Authentic Online Marketing Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Gray, an empty nester and wife of 36 years to the guy who does everything. I'm a mom of four adult children, all married, got three grandchildren, and I'm a caregiver. I've been a caregiver for 14 years, and I know what it's like to balance and juggle a schedule in this phase of life and feel like you're called and pulled in all the directions, and yet you want to have something of your own in the creative world. You want to know, is it okay for me to do that? Or is it selfish? Or is it even what God wants me to do? Or why do I even feel like doing this anyway? If you feel like that, you might want to check out my new book. It is releasing October 17th, but you can get on the wait list now. And it's called Empty Nest Awakening, Weaving the Threads of Your Passions into Purpose. I share my story of how I was a little bit lost in empty nesting and how I got to where I am today as an online marketing coach and consultant. And I love it. I love what I do, and I know that there's purpose and merit in it. Often we question, why are we doing this? Who's going to listen anyway? That is what the book is about. So get on the wait list for that. Sign up because I think you're going to be delightfully surprised. It's a pretty short book. It's only 20 chapters, and I'm excited to share it with you. Today, we're talking about testing your market, though. And so this is particularly for you if you are just starting to build a platform or if you've been trying to build a platform for a while and you just feel like nothing is sticking or you don't know where to go from here, or perhaps you've made a pivot, which I've done that too, and you're trying to find your new people. So what today's topic is about is how to test your market how to test the few people that you might have, how to look at your analytics and how to know what to do next. We have just a short little conversation that I'm going to share with you from my insider mentorship where Jennifer Cicada was just starting out and she didn't know, how do I know what people like? And she's come so far, she's gained 250 followers since that very first conversation that she and I had inside Authentic Online Marketing School. But she just recently did her very first email challenge, which I talk a lot about email challenges and how to do them inside Authentic Online Marketing School, which by the way, you should get on the wait list for. And we will put that in the show notes. Authentic Online Marketing School, the perfect blend of Instagram and email marketing. That is going to be opening Black Friday 
So you'll want to get on that list. We have a freebie for you. You can be the first to know about our new launch and get on the list to see what all is involved and what that entails, because that will be starting. That school will be starting in January of 2024. We only open one to two times a year. But in this particular conversation, Jennifer had determined what her people needed from her for her email challenge and what she was going to do. So listen to this very short episode on how she figured it out. And then I'm going to wrap it up and give you just a few little takeaways so that you can figure out what to do for your audience. And now listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now here's your host, Ruthie Gray. You test your market to see what is being responded to. And you can easily do this on Instagram and in Instagram stories. I do it all the time in Instagram stories. I also do it in threads. But if you test and you see who responds to what, then that helps you be able to publish the right kind of material. And then you can make it bigger, make it into an email opt-in or whatever, or an ebook or an e-course. So you test it. And then you just get it out there. You don't like just in all its imperfections, there's got to be a time when you just say, okay, it's not perfect, but I'm going to just do it. Then after it's out there, people are consuming it. You can see uh, what works and what doesn't work. Then you can publish it. You can get it out there quickly and then see who responds to it and then tweak it. Along that note, Jennifer, you said something that I want to bring attention to because this goes along with this whole thing of marketing and being consistent and testing your market. You said, I'm doing an email challenge because I know they need prayer. How do you know they need prayer? Because that's what they respond to in the emails. When I ask them to hit reply and tell me about who's on your prayer list or whatever, those are the things people respond to. I'm sitting at the ball game and I'm listening to people tell me, oh, they're back to school and I'm so nervous. And what about their friends? And I don't know who they're going to sit with in the cafeteria. And all those are pieces of feedback that make me realize this is an important need. And people are responding. I don't, I don't have a huge following either. I mean, my following is really small, but it's a lot bigger than it was when I started two years ago. And among those people, I mean, okay, so I have 25 people signed up for my prayer challenge. That's kind of a small that's number great. in the grand scheme of things. But to me, Good. that's 25 moms and neighbors and grandparents who are going to be interceding on behalf of kids all around their communities. What better ministry that like, to me, that's huge. And I think it's huge in the it hands of God, even something small. So anyways, that's how I know. It is in the hands of God. Man makes the plans but the Lord determines the purposes. So if we can align our purposes with whatever it is he wants, stay close enough to him and in, in step with him that we know what he wants, pray over our list, make sure that we're staying in our lane and not like 
knowledge gathering and trying to do all these other things and just use what's before us, that makes all the difference. So what she did was she tested her market by sending email. She regularly posts. So she knows what people are responding to. And in her email, she's saying hit reply. That's her call to action. She's doing a call to action. And she's talking to people in real life. A lot of us in the online space, we don't do that. Like we don't want people in real life to know what we do, or we just don't have those same conversations. But it's really necessary to do across the board so that like she knows her age group, she knows her demographic. Another thing that you've taught me to pay attention to, Ruthie, when I do make a reel, which I have to say used to be incredibly intimidating to me. And then I watch Suzanne's reels and I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. I've got my own style, but I can do this. She can do this. I can do this. But anyway, I went back and I looked at all of my reels and consistently the reels that get the most plays are when I pray. So the graphics that have a prayer for when you feel disconnected to God, a prayer for when you don't know what to pray for your kids, a prayer consistently, those are the reels that have lots more plays than all the rest of them. So it's that same thing. But Ruthie, I had to learn from you how to look at analytics, how to look at the numbers so I can actually see the trends. Because I remember saying to you early on, I've got 50 people. How do I know what people like? But it is this taking a look back over time Mm -hmm. and seeing the patterns of what people Mm -hmm. respond to, which I've learned from you. Jennifer could look back over time and see what people responded to because she was consistent in her posting. She determined to consistently post no matter what, no matter if she was feeling discouraged, no matter the low amount of engagement or response to her posts. She didn't just post three times and then think, well, I'm done. I'm just not going to post for the next month and a half. Go back and look at last week's episode, episode number 87, about getting an engaged audience from consistency. It really is important, especially if you really believe in your message. You're passionate. There's a reason you're on Instagram. So be consistent. She was consistent. Even at the beginning, when she just had 50 followers and she asked me, how do I know what people respond to? She consistently posted after that. And then she realized people were needing prayer. And so once she realized that, hey, if I do these kind of reels where I'm praying, people respond to those. And then She started her email list in Authentic Online Marketing School, and she started regularly sending them emails and giving them a call to action, and they responded to the emails about prayer. And that's how she knew, hey, I can do a 10-day email challenge about prayer and invite people to get involved. And she had 25 people who responded That's really good, especially for your first email challenge. So this is how you do this. This is how you test. First, you get consistent. Go back and listen to last week's episode 87 if you haven't. And then you start posting what you believe. And then you test. You look at your analytics and you decide what you're going to go with. And you're just going to keep consistent with your 
content. This is how I determined what to write about in my book. I actually polled my audience. I said, what do you want to hear from me? What do you want it to be about? I got all kinds of things, but the underlying theme was authenticity. A lot of people wanted to know how to build a business. And I don't necessarily teach how to build a business, but I do sort of hint at it and how to figure out in the book where to go from here. Maybe it's not a business. Maybe you just want to skydive or start sewing or create a garden or teach people how to garden. It just, you have to tap into what is bubbling up in you, what makes you joyful, and you have to carve in some time to figure that out. Again, Empty Nest Awakening, Weaving the Threads of Your Passions into Purpose, that's the book. And then as far as you're growing your platform and your email list, get consistent, see what people are responding to, give it three months, and then look back at the posts that really resonated with people, that garnered attention, that got a lot of comments, especially you're looking at comments and you're looking at saves and shares. That's the content that you want to go with. I hope this has helped today. If it has, please share this on Instagram and tag me. I would love that. And then I will share it back in my stories and tag you back. As always, be sure to share your message, your way in your own authentic voice. We'll see you next week.